With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Tennis.com podcast, and here's your host, Ed McGrogan. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our first podcast from Paris. I'm Ed McGrogan, not in Paris, talking with Pete Boda, who is at Roland Garros. He'll be there the whole two weeks of the tournament. Um, Pete, hello. You got over there safely. It's always good to know. How's day one? Day one's a killer, man, because you do the overnight flight unless you sleep, unless you go to the hotel in the morning and sleep. It's it's tough. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm wobbly, but I'm good to go for at least another 10 minutes. Okay. We'll, we'll try to keep it that way. Um, you wrote today about um, Federer's match with uh, Pablo Carreno Busta, kind of a highly touted qualifier. You also wrote about Mallory Burdett and Serena Williams, uh, both winning their matches. Maybe just a couple quick words on those. Um, you know, obviously you can see what you wrote about them, but maybe something for uh, those who haven't got to it yet. Well, you know, Federer was really on fire, I think, for uh, for his match, and uh, he looked really, really sharp. Now, granted, you know. Uh, Corinna Busta was uh, was you know nervous. Uh, first time he played, it was a, it was you know this very cute quote from him it was a, my first time in a Grand Slam, my first time in Paris, my first time on the Central Court, my first time with Roger Federer. There's like a bad news, good news joke in there somehow. But uh, no, I mean it, the kid was a little bit nervous, but but Federer looked really really sharp. He really moved well. He hit that backhand, you know that that all uh, all those. No, we we know it's live. You know it's live. Yeah, no, just go right ahead. You, we can we can still hear you very well. That's your Rosano quote. Rosano is coming into the interview room. But anyway, um, so you know he uh, he looked really sharp today. I thought Serena also looked very very good. There was one critical point there in the second set. We're not critical in terms of affecting the outcome because Serena was at six love five one or four one I guess at that point. But they had a very very long game. You can just see that she dug her heels in and was not going to give up that point to Anna Tatishvili, and she ended up, you know, winning that point, and, you know, she went to her chair to get some more rosin or whatever it is she's using on her hands now, and it was just a moment when, you know, the crowd erupted, she went, she, it's like she put her imprint on the match, uh, and again, not that she was going to lose this match by any stretch, but she made her statement, I think she felt really comfortable playing, what few what few long points there were, she felt really comfortable playing, and she's she's got off to a very, very good start, certainly a better start than last year when she lost to Rosano. Yeah, I mean, I think that was important to even get a kind of a scoreline of that lopsided nature. Serena just winning everything leading up to Roland Garros. I mean, anything less than a, a really a, a clean two-set match would have been, I think, something to think about. And I think with that, with this performance, she really puts that uh, last year's match really behind her uh, really closely. So, um, you know, good day for her and Federer, obviously, as you said. Um, you know, looking around some of the other matches, you, you did see Pavlyuchenkova just for a little bit. I know she's a player that you've 
talked about often dark horse pick kind of pretty much good for one of those a year for you. What did you see from her today? Because she won in three coming back. Over um, Hakakova, however you pronounce her name. <laughs> yeah, she was in danger for a little bit. Yeah, you know, she was in really big danger for a really serious period of time there. But, you know, it, it isn't like the girl made, the other girl made some, some bad serves. She didn't play a great, she didn't play great when she had to elevate her game, but she also didn't pay, play badly. Pavichankova really, really hit the ball well, sweet, and she really fought back from some really, really really difficult positions to stay in it and then finally to win it in a tiebreaker. Like the first five points in a tiebreaker went against serve. The next like six or seven went on serve. And then finally, you know, Pavli Chunkova broke through. I think uh, her opponent was just a little bit nervous at the end there. But she looked she looked pretty solid. Although I got to say, you know, you're always treading on, on dangerous ground, talking about people's physique and weight and stuff like that, especially when it comes to women, because a lot of people are sensitive about men making remarks about women about that. But she really looks like she's carrying extra weight. I mean, it, it can't, I, you know, people have said baby fat for years now, but, you know, and it's her business, I guess, if she wants to, wants to play it that way, but she just looks like she could really, really stand using getting into a little bit better shape. One more match I want to touch on uh, that a top seed again was in pretty perilous shape for a while. That was Jill Simone, Frenchman 15 seed. He loses the first two sets and pretty convincingly to, to Leighton Hewitt, who never, you know, never really goes away. He does kind of save some dramatics for the majors. Uh, Simone comes back, brings it to a fifth, and goes up five love, and then basically the match turned just as sharp again. Uh, Hewitt brings it back to five five in the fifth, then kind of wilts at the end. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people always say that once players make such a big comeback like that. You can kind of rest on your rolls a little bit. I wouldn't say Hewitt did that, but it's a thing where you know there's still more to it than just getting back on level terms, and that's how this match played out. Well, yeah, you're talking about the effective age is what it comes down to. Even just emotionally, you know, when you're when you're a youngster, basically, and you and you and you and you fight back in a situation. Put put it in a, put a twenty two year old in that same situation as he was in today. You know he's so close when it, when he gets in that fifth set, it's a little he's like really on fire emotionally, and 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 there's your body knows no limits at that point. It really doesn't, other than whatever your natural power limit is. So I think with an older guy though, I think you know the toll of that, you know, and then you get to that you get a little bit of breathing room, and and you want to take it, you need to take it, and so it's very very tough and discouraging for him not to have been able to close that out, I feel. But then let's remember, neither of these guys has had an outstanding tournaments here. You know, uh, Simone is constantly consistently played under under his ranking, under his talent, never made his seat. And, you know, Hewitt, you know, for, even at his peak when he was really, really, by clearly the best player in the world, never had great luck here. Yeah, it's right. He's a hardened grass and, you know, clay as it does to so many players, so many great players. It's just, you know, it's a surface that trips them up. So, um, Pete, you get some rest. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll obviously read uh, all your writings, of course. So everybody check those out. And uh, good talking to you, Pete. We'll see you pretty soon. Goodbye, everybody. Have a good time. It's cold here. I hope it's warmer wherever you are. And happy Memorial Day to everyone. Let's remember the soldiers, right? Very good. Very well said. All right. That's it for today's podcast from Paris. Ed McGrogan, Pete Bodo. Thanks for listening. You've been enjoying Tennis.com's weekly podcast. Thanks for listening. For all the latest news and events, head over to Tennis.com.